Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Be Here for a While. I'm so excited. Uh, my guest, well, it was, a, it was a long time coming. I asked him to be a guest like maybe two months ago, and he was playing hard to get. He moved companies. It was like I was the Amy scene. Now I'm not. And uh, he couldn't podcast as easily. But now he's here. And I'm so excited he's here. Um, great guy. He's a... Would, would you call you like an entertainment exec? What are you? Sure. Yeah, um, he's an entertainment exec. Yeah, I work in development now. Yeah, I work, I, well, casting, development, everything. Yeah, he's, yeah. An ad- he's an adorable, beautiful Italian man named RJ. Hello. Hello. I'm so happy you're here. I know. I'm happy I'm here, too. I actually delayed you at first because I got my nose job. So That is true. I didn't, I didn't know if related. I was allowed to say it. You can say it. Yeah. Because oh, I was going to say it was job related, but I knew it was a nose no, job related. The job stuff. Yeah, it was a job. <laughs> no, the job stuff, I can. Uh, I was. I would have been able to do it, but the nose job took me out of commission for three seconds. I think your nose looks amazing. Thank you. I try. I But I didn't notice that it wasn't good before. I'm open about it because I feel like plastic surgery awareness is something that should happen. I'm very proud of it. I agree with you. No, right? I agree with you. I think it's annoying when people are like, oh, I didn't, I've never done anything. It's like, all right, screw you. Okay, Kylie Jenner goes straight to hell because we know what you looked like before. She went from, I mean. <laughs> she went from what I looked pictures. like as a, <laughs> a child to a supermodel, so. No, those pictures are like, that's a hashtag it gets better moment. It's, it's so true. Like, she. You can't lie about that. No. And she looks better. She should own it, honestly. She yeah. was smart enough to do it. What do you think she did, though? I mean, every she. if you look at her, she did everything. But, like, how, how do, like, people fix their eyelids and their, like, what? Good surgeons. I There's I, so much you can do. When I was her age in the awkward pictures, I... I still looked like myself. Like, I looked yeah. super awkward, but I still looked like myself. She looks like a separate person. I 100% agree with you. Yeah. She is one that, like, you can't even see it in the face anymore. No, she looks like a different person. So, yeah. And she looks better, and I'm happy for her. You know what, though? I got to be honest. I haven't had that much plastic surgery when I say that much. <laughs> no, I really haven't. I, I you know, Listen, I broke my nose several times as a kid. I've talked about this on my podcast. I really, really, really did. Like This is, a, you know, people say like, oh, I, well, I had a deviated septum. Sorry. I actually <laughs> really did. And so my nose is really messed up. But I I literally do look at a different person because I was, I was really chubby as a kid. And it distorted my entire face. But I bet you still look similar-esque, like to an, a person that's not you. Yeah, I might look a little Kylie Jenner-esque, where it's like a little, it's pretty different. You'll have to show me Because now my hair is lighter. I, gotta, I, I might show you, uh, like, once you talk, I'm going to pull up a photo. No, I want to see it. Should I show you no, now? No, I definitely want to see it. Yeah, I definitely want to see it. Okay, let me find it. I looked awkward. I weighed, like, probably 80 pounds. Oh, that's nice. I weighed two, 280. Oh, my God. We had reverse <laughs> situations. Now I weigh, like the highest I've probably ever weighed and it's not because of muscle. You're small. No, I'm not, I'm not as small scumbag. as I used to be. Oh, it's I terrible. could go down another like 25 pounds and then I'd look my 25? best. 25? No, I swear I'll show you pictures. I'm like staring at your stomach like you're tiny. No. no you're, you're definitely not seeing my stomach then. I can I can see it. Uh, no, it's because it's <laughs> I'm sucking it in. I'm Good. so used to sucking it Keep in it now. Up. I am. I'm trying. <laughs> They're skinny jeans for a reason, and I don't want to. This is why I'm wearing a big sweatshirt. It looks like I'm like <laughs> ready to rob a bank. I'm happy that oversized is on trend again. I love it. Yeah, an oversized sweater is my favorite thing for so many reasons. It's very into wear like a tight dress and like a big oversized coat. I'm into that. Yeah, I'm into that too. All right, I'm showing yeah. you a photo. Hold on. 
Hold on. Keep Wait, talking. Wait, do you have the Lumen? It's a Lumi. Ah, uh, oh, Lumen. Lumi. Sorry, I'm not. See, we're doing a lot of Kardashian-related things tonight because I feel like the I Kardashians know, have those. We're so embarrassing. And I've never watched an episode before. Okay, well, let's let's talk about how actually we met. So oh my God. <laughs> RJ and I met because I went in for a show that he was pitching. Were you pitching the show Basic News? Um, it was supposed to happen. Okay. Like, Wait, was it, was was it your idea? No, it was not my it idea. It wasn't your idea. Okay. Yeah. It was someone's idea, but you really liked it, no? I loved it. It was great. Loved it. Okay, yeah. great. I liked it. I didn't quite understand it because I didn't know if, like, I felt at the time like I couldn't figure out if I was basic or, like, I was making fun of being basic. Like, I didn't understand the concept necessarily. It changed. For myself. It changed. Yeah. It like changed I d- throughout. I was terrible at the audition. Let's just be honest. You weren't terrible. I didn't understand it. No, but you weren't I terrible, I was though. terrible. You were not terrible. I wrote a couple of great jokes. You were there it, for a good amount of the day. No. You were there for a while. I left the fr- I was there... No, I went in for the first audition part. Yeah, yeah. And then we went for like the, what was it? What is it? The like uh, another round. The staging. The, the the chemistry test. Chemistry test. Yeah, you yeah, went yeah. for chemistry test. Yeah, I was I was escorted out after the first. <laughs> you were not escorted out for the first, were you? Yes, I was. Yeah, I was oh. terrible at it because I didn't understand it because I was like I don't I feel like I'm like somewhat like I don't think I'm basic but like I'm making fun of it or like I didn't I loved it I just didn't get it in the sense of. I didn't know if I was supposed to be making fun of it or celebrating it. Here's the good thing. It never happened. It yeah, <laughs> never well, ended up yeah, happening. Yeah. So you you were actually probably in the right in whatever you were doing. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I anyway. might have just been in a state of confusion the entire time. It, they're very early you, morning in those days. I don't even know if you were there for the – were you there for the chemistry? I probably was. I might have been hiding. Maybe. <laughs> I do hide. I, I, loved, like I loved you in our first meeting. I was like, he's great. We could be friends. No, I loved you too. We became friends. So talent meetings are always interesting for me because very <laughs> occasionally people will come in and I'm like, oh my God, I love them. But it's this How weird, it's this weird like, um, oh, do I message them? Do they message me? It's kind of like dating where I'm like, I don't know how this should go. And oh, how should it go? What do you think should happen? I don't because know because I wanted to be your friend. No, I, I wanted like, to be your friend I was too. Like, do I be creepy and like message you? No, I think it took. I think it took into like a bunch of emails back and forth, and oh, then like yeah. then meeting number two. I was like, okay, yeah. But it's it's always interesting because in those positions, you never know the genuineness. That's yeah, not a word, that's but you never know of the person. So I've had people where I've met them in a talent meeting and finally we go out for drinks or something and I can tell so quickly I'm that they like, can oh, they're losers. They can only talk <laughs> about their talent meeting. That yeah, that's all they can uh, talk about. And it's got to be so annoying. It is annoying, but um there are people and and I deal with people for a living. Yeah. So I can tell within 10 minutes if it's if it's actually genuine or not. Yeah. And it's hard because I meet so much talent that if I met with everybody and had drinks and stuff, I would just have no time to myself. Yeah. And so it's interesting to then get to the point where you have drinks with somebody and be like, oh, God, they just literally wanted to be there to talk about, like, their talent meeting, what's happening with That's them the so entire annoying, time. That's so annoying, though. But it's like, it's like uh, uh, be smart. Like, but people aren't like, smart. Like, like, be, like, yeah, like, also be a good person. Like, don't. The fact that, like, someone would, like, okay, great, I come, I go in for a meeting with you, and then we have drinks, and now I'm going to, like, spend this time to just talk about myself, and, like, the, what a scumbag. Well, <laughs> it's actually the thing that I hate in the entertainment industry, and I have friends that subscribe to this, and yeah. I tell them all the time to stop. 
I will never be networking. When people say like, yeah. oh, I'm going to a networking mixer. I'm going to dinner with that person to network or then going I hate to a them. birthday yeah. party for networking. I'm like, do you, can I swear? Yeah, of I'm course. Like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's PG. Like, um, it, it, my podcast is, well, no. is explicit, so it's I'm okay. I'm like, fuck you. Like, yeah. don't you have a life and time in your day? Like, yeah. I have a boyfriend. I have family. I have friends. I have meals to make, things to do. Yeah. I don't have time to network. Like, my life isn't that bleak. Yeah. So I only really want to spend time doing things that and I want to be doing. I also feel like when doing. you're going out purposely networking, you're meeting people for the wrong reason because they're using you for something. You're meeting people like if, who are also networking, who are doing the same yeah, thing that you're doing. Yeah, it bothers me. Like, I, I, have, I have never asked a person in the entertainment industry for a favor that was not a friend for years. Like, yes. I mean, it has yeah. to be, they, I, they have to be my friend. Like, if I like you, okay, great. Like, so I meet you, like, okay, for you, for example, like, yeah. I just like you. Yeah. Like, well, I'm not going to, like, ask you for a favor at any time sooner. You're probably not going to do the same for me. Like, no. I just want to hang out with you. Like, yes. Th- there's no reason for me to be like, all right, cool. So we had a meeting, and now I'm going to pretend to have drinks with you, and then I'm going to, like, email you several days later and be like, cool, can you, like, uh, Hook me up with something like Ooh. I hate people like that. There's one person. I hate people like that. Like I like to know people. No, I do too. There's and like and if it works out, cool. If not, like I'd rather just know them and like and, and like have cool people around me. Well, and plus pre this podcast taping, we talked yeah. for a good. I can't even tell how much hour, time it was. Probably. Yeah. And I'm like that. Like that's a good thing. Yeah. Like, that's what it should be. Yeah. I've. I have this one specific talent that keeps reaching out to me over and over again. And it's so methodical and I can tell already. It's and like I got the Facebook ad too. and the Instagram yeah. ad and there's being diplomatic about all that stuff. But I, I refuse. I won't. I, yeah. I don't care enough to. And, yeah. I, and I won't. And I finally just had to, had to have a conversation and be like, hey, I'm so busy with things. Like when, yeah. I, when I'm interested in doing this, I will reach out to you. Yeah. And when I'm interested in this will be never because <laughs> I, I didn't say that part. But, but yeah, I, I will never reach out to her. There will it will never happen. It rubs you the wrong way. I don't want her to see even like so basic as like a Facebook post. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to have to see it. So yeah. ba- social media is a good buffer because I can see engagement and I can see like, oh, is this person a good person? Do I want to spend time with them? Yeah. And then I can make decisions. It, it's so smart. It, it Honestly, it, it sounds really like dumb, but for me, like it hurts my feelings sometimes when I can tell like someone's using me to get to something or some, someone like, yes. cause I would, I would never do that. I would never do that. And like, and it's, it's so obvious when, you know, I've had people like that want to like get connected with the Vanderpump, you know, friends or whatever they're, where they're like, they will literally email me and be like, oh, hey, like, I would love to, like, have you on this with your friends. I'm like, might as well just say what, you're, no. what the fucking friends you're talking about. I was no. like, oh, do you want my, uh, sorry, do you want my comedy friend Mark Saratella? Is that what you want? Yeah. Oh, no, that's not what you my want. My friend from high school? Yeah, is that who do you, you want? want? Like, yeah, do you want uh, Sabrina from high school? No. Wait, no, you, you want Stassi. Yeah, you like clearly that, yes. want Stassi. Like, you might as well just say it. And yeah. it's, it's so rude. Yes. It's like, you're just being rude. No, it's super, it's. It's obnoxious and annoying, yeah. and especially like we both deal with people in different ways mm-hmm. in our lives. Yeah, don't bullshit, bullshit. Like don't bullshit yeah. somebody. Like because I'm can happy see to help people it. out. Like yeah. I would, I would love. Like I get people like, listen, I love you guys. I love like my podcast listeners, and I, I like, frankly, please email me all the time because I love like hearing from my listeners. But Very attractive they, people. Yeah, they're they're awesome. Like, 
when you email me and actually are like engaging what I'm saying and doing like awesome it, it doesn't have to all be all about me but if someone it's never happened but if one of my listeners was to email me and try to like swindle around like to get to like someone else that was more successful like it's it's very irritating it's like it's so tra- and it's transparent it's transparent it's, it's like just what like, do you yeah. think that you're gonna accomplish yeah. from this yeah I don't it, it, it's it's not even ego bruising it's more like you're just being rude. <laughs> I have a I it, I posted it on Facebook, so I'll just say it's a mm. joke. I it's fu- I thought it was funny, but w- you know that somebody's reaching out to you for a favor when they say "hope you're well!" exclamation point. That's the oh, beginning shit. of your I email. I do that sometimes, though. No, I do it too. But the thing is, we <laughs> we only say "hope you're well" when it's yeah. a person that you are not actively engaged with on a daily basis. That's true. Who you're That's about to be like, please, can you do something yeah, for yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. And it's not a bad thing. I do it. I like I do it all the time. But no, but. I, but Tell me well. what, what's the better way to do it, though, because I've done that before. Where I'm like, there oh, everything's going great. You, I think that you just have to be very transparent about it, which I pride so myself So we'd just be like, hi, RJ, comma. No, I, I would, would love to. Well, no, I would say I hope everybody's well. So that's not a disingenuous yeah. thing. I'd say hope you're well. I know we haven't talked in forever, but I'm about to ask you a favor. Oh, okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah, it's like calling your own bluff. You know somebody's reactions. What to if be you like, don't know oh. them that well and you just met them? How would you say to do I that? I think it depends on the context like of the party favor. or something, and it's like uh, I think that you just I think you state the reality of it because you and the other person both know the reality of we just yeah. met each other, and and if I were to receive the email and it was like oh we just met each other she's asking for a favor that's what uh, I would think in my head. Yeah, yeah, so if smart. I were you, I'd say like hey I know I just met you, but I- I'm going to take you to dinner. I'll thank you so much for this. Yeah. The end. Like trying to make it to worth just it being, for them too, but also yeah. make it genuine to yourself. So just be yourself? Yes, just be yourself. But people forget how to be themselves, especially in Los Angeles. They lose it. I, I get it, though. Like, I get nervous, like, when I meet – like, I met someone recently at a party. I went to a, a charity event with this guy that I'd gone on a date with. Uh-huh. Now that I'm single, I'm dating. Ugh. Um, Sort of. Uh, and uh, I met this girl. She was, she was lovely, and she was a, a, a manager, or, but not in the field that I'm in. But she, w- she was so sweet and so awesome. And she was like, well, I have, like – People at my company that really love female comics, like I feel like you would really match well with them. And I was like, great. And so I emailed her and I was like, so great to see you. Like, would love to grab drinks like soon. And that's then, not and bad then, though, because is she, that bad? She that's not bad because she's the one who said, I feel like people would like female comics. Yeah. And you're one of them. Okay. She invited herself for that. Okay. I, I would never say if I were at a party and I met like out of work actor number two. Yeah. And they said, oh my God, like I love ABC or like whatever yeah. or wherever I were at the moment. Yeah. I would never be like, oh, come in for random talent meeting. I would say nothing because if they emailed me, I would say, oh shit, this person's coming in and I don't want to see them, but I promised them this. So I like, it's, like more, it's more stress for you. I would yeah. be like, I'd be like, Hey, we're actually not doing anything that's in that space at this moment. Yeah. Or like, Hey, I actually am not focusing on that type of talent or listen right now. It's hard enough to sell a damn reality show. Yeah. You have to have a following and then you can come in. I'll, yeah. go, to, I'll go to your comedy show. Um, I would have people all the time. I love comedy. How so does this work? What do you mean? It's just when you find people. It depends. I, right now, I do a lot of reality. Did, and it's, did I describe what you do for a living? You did, yeah. I okay. do. I bounce back and forth. I've worked in daytime talk as a producer. I've worked in reality as a producer. Mm-hmm. I've worked in development. I've worked 
um, in talent at networks. I've done a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all in TV and they all complement each other. So yeah. it's been good. Um, but yeah, you did. Yeah. Okay, great. I so, do casting and development and fun things. So when someone is like like pitching themselves to you, like at a party, for example, you do uh, you just like sort I just of like groaned avoid a little it? bit. It's hard. It's very hard because <laughs> you I just think groan, you're like Mwah. right because it's a lot. Of the I thi- imagine though, like I don't know why I keep going back to the fact that it's like it's like feeling like someone's using you for something as opposed to wanting to talk to you. This is the thing. It's it's helpful in specific situations because. If I'm pitching a reality show with somebody Mm -hmm. using so few words, I'm using them because I'm trying to sell a show. They're using me to get on the show. Okay. So it's a mutual using of people. Okay. um, That that kind of balances it out. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, Half the time, 95% of the time when people pitch me things, it's things that are – Things that wouldn't sell. Yeah. Because they don't know what the marketplace is. Reality shows are hard enough. Networks don't have budgets. Yeah. It's hard to have a show rate. And a lot of times people's ideas are not very good. Show. Yeah. It's hard to make a show. Like, I wish that I could give every person that I loved a show and yeah. that people would watch it. But we're not there. Yeah. And it's it's hard to sell a show with celebrities attached now. It's hard. So yeah, because that used to be a thing where it was like if you if it was you a make thing. a show like with like a uh, – what was it? What's, what's the, the – uh, what's Tori Spelling, like Tori no, Spelling, had so many shows. Like all of her family, she's a very okay. Goslin, very, very famous singer. Oh, famous singer. And her Braxton, all, yes, Braxton, yeah. Yeah, we're like, doesn't her like all of her siblings have shows? Well, there, she's got a reality show. Well, so Tony Braxton doesn't have a reality show, yeah. but her sister sold one to WeTV forever but did ago. Anyone know who she was before that? No. See, you could make it. Back in the day, you could sort of. They were celebrity adjacent, but then like, <laughs> I love that the word celebrity adjacent. adjacent. <laughs> but then the Jacksons had a reality show. Their family had a reality show on Lifetime. Okay, Whitney Houston's family had a reality show on Lifetime. Aww. They didn't do well. And this, yeah, normally I wouldn't talk shop like this specifically, but this was years ago. Yeah, in, in a time where reality was a little bit different. Um, I think now the world is so depressed and anxious yeah. and regardless of political affiliation, no one's really that happy right now. Yeah. And so people are flocking to watch funny shows and things that okay. are fun and funny. So, so do you think like scripted is more popular now? Yeah. Well, the, the evolution of reality is very interesting because okay. it, the, the break in when things changed was the writer's strike. Because back okay. in 2008, which is when I started really working in TV, mm-hmm. I wanted to work in scripted. But the writer's strike had just happened. They, No one was hiring in scripted. It wasn't a thing you could do. Do you think that's why reality got more popular? 100%. So it Whoa. got popular then because – You're you like the first person I've ever heard say that. Like, oh, my gosh. so no. fascinating to know. There are benchmarks in television. One of them is the O.J. Simpson trial back in the day. <laughs> because back in the day, soap operas rated really well. Okay. But then O.J. Simpson was on every single day, and people were watching that. It's it's kind of – As a soap opera, basically? Sort of, yeah. It was a real-life yeah. soap opera. So people were watching that. We were that. kids, though. We were. We like were. In, I was like in third grade I think when that was I like, was in I third grade I remember because I went yeah. to Catholic school they said it over the loudspeaker that he got off I remember that too and yes. I, re- I remember very little thing. of being a kid like I have a really bad memory of being a kid but I remember the, them announcing yeah. the final decision for some reason it was crazy because I went to Catholic school but and I didn't understand it at the time but I'm like why are they I mean now I think why were they announcing murder verdicts to yeah. like a Catholic school of <laughs> why of were kids? they though because have the they ever done that before so interested in no I mean, it's also different. They didn't have the internet back then. Yeah. Um, but um, 
that's like time number one when things change. Okay. Time number two um, is the writer's strike because they couldn't produce scripted series. So it's the first year Big Brother, it's actually the only year, Big Brother did two primetime network versions of its show. Okay. Because it had to fill programming hours. So reality became popular. They couldn't produce TV. Fascinating. And then it rated. It did really well. So that's when all those docu-series started to become popular. Yeah. And then every network started doing it. And they were like, oh, this is a, su- a success. We have to do this. And people were watching it. But then there was a period of time when different networks tried everything that was crazy and outlandish mm-hmm. and shocking. And it wasn't rating anymore. Yeah. So it's like there are jokes between reality people. I've said it before. Like, hey, hope another writer's strike happens again. Yeah. But now digital exists and digital has sucked viewers out of things. So what do you think is going to happen with the reality market now, though? Like, uh, I think it'll always exist. But there's been I mean, I watched it happen. Reality casting directors used to be super in demand. Mm -hmm. Any like joker from the street could go do it at one point. because Everyone just needed to hire people. Now it's less and less because people are doing more scripted. Um, Lifetime is doing scripted. Unreal is super successful. That's one. It's amazing. But it's one hour of television that doesn't have to be a reality show. They didn't really have to market it a ton. It just became popular because it was good. But it's still just as hard to make, I feel like, a scripted show, though. Like, it's really hard. No, it's not, though. Is it? Well, because it's, it's more expensive to produce. Yeah. Um, but if you have great talent but they, but attached, people will go watch it. You don't have to market it. But they, they fail so often. I guess I'm thinking as a comic. Like, I, I know, I've known a lot of comics that have gotten shows or, or been on shows that just fail quickly or they don't get off the ground. It See, happens. But I di- almost feel like digital. reality works easier. No, it doesn't. It's because... It's I guess because I know more people that have made it in reality. <laughs> no, it's true. No, a lot... I mean, people do make it in reality, but it, yeah. it depends on the show. It depends on the time. It depends on its originality. It depends on how relatable it is. Yeah. It depends on the network and where they're at. There's all this You're science right about that, that like goes every, into it. Yeah, like every network's looking for a different thing at a different time. Like, they maybe they've, like, uh, you know, you know, over overdone, like, a reality show, so now they want to do scripted or... Well, I mean, looking like Real Housewives is a franchise that I, and we talked about this actually yeah. pre-podcast, but we can talk about anything on the. We'll podcast talk about it again. We'll talk about it again. Yeah. But um, but I and I didn't say this before, but at the time, like Bravo used to be a network called Trio, and it really? used to be dedicated to the arts. And the only show that was on Bravo back in the day, Andy Cohen worked for Trio. Was it um uh, inside the actor studio? Yeah, that was the show that carried over. So Trio was on Inside inside the Actress Studio was on Trio. What? It carried over to Bravo. It's <laughs> crazy. And Bravo was trying to do all these different things that had nothing to do with reality. Uh-huh. And if you notice, Inside the Actress Studio is still on Bravo, despite the fact that, like, Which is Bravo is wine-throwing yeah. and sleeping with people now. It's different. <laughs> but, um... It just depends. It depends on so many things. It depends on the executive at the time, if they're willing to take a risk, what their budgets are. Um, Before, we'll use Vanderpump as an example. Before Vanderpump, for years, they weren't looking for Vanderpump. They were looking for wealthy, affluent, Mm -hmm. um, similar to Real Housewives in that same world. They were looking for that. They weren't looking for Vanderpump. And you know that. Like I've pitched shows before, and, and you know like when you go to certain networks, they're like, we're looking for this and mm-hmm. this it's like bravo is like a, well, maybe e even more than bravo what is like we want wealthy we- wealthy storylines celebrity kids celebrity things whatever so vanderpump is a very strange like but now notice them, but now it's not 
Vanderpump worked. So yeah. there have it's like so now we're doing, doing Summer House. Yeah. We're doing Timber Creek yeah. Lodge. We're doing yeah. all these things. That's so funny. Is it because Vanderpump worked? Yes, because well, I mean, I don't. It's a procedural. I'm sorta? saying this knowing. I'm saying this knowing nothing officially. Yeah, and, but you're right, probably. And my comments don't re- reflect my work, <laughs> no, but I know. but no, knowing like intelligently looking at reality TV. Yeah, it makes Timber sense. Creek Lodge is. It's a version of Vanderpump. It's below deck yeah. is a version of Vanderpump. Yeah, All is, of these yeah. are versions of Vanderpump. It worked, so they're trying it again. But they, but the the funny thing is that those shows seem like people that were cast and didn't have existing relationships. The reason why Vanderpump works so well is because they really well, hung yes. out. I mean, well, we all, everyone hang, actually hangs out. They actually all date each other for real. It's not like it wasn't put together by a casting director. No, it, and that's why it's perfect. That's why yeah. it's casting dream. If, if I were a casting director or a development person, mm-hmm. going into a workplace and finding like, oh, this is organically happening. It's crazy. I would be so happy and yeah. I would run with it. I would, I'd go to, I'd do a development shoot with them. I'd drink wine with them beforehand. And <laughs> oh yeah, we do always get them drunk. Yeah, yeah. yeah we do interviews beforehand and it would be a joy. And the thing is that's a mutually beneficial situation. They all want to be on TV. Mm-hmm. They're organically doing this already. Why not get paid to do it? And let's broadcast oh, it. It's brilliant. It's perfect. It's brilliant. Everybody's happy in the situation. Yeah. So do you want to keep doing reality? What do you want to do? Like from, okay, so you're at a new company now. So yes. you were at ABC before doing uh, digital. Doing talent. Yeah. Doing yeah. talent. Yep. Oh, is that what you, your job was? Talent? Yeah, it was talent. Yeah. it was For digital or just in general? For digital. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So you left there and now you're. I did. Now I'm at another production company. I'm at a production company. Uh-huh. I've been at multiple over the years and I'm doing development again. Okay. So I'm doing reality. So reality. Okay. Reality. So what do you want to do? Like. What do you want to develop? What are you trying to do? Oh, this is what's the therapy your, side of what's things. What's your dream? <laughs> My dream. Um, Tell me everything. Despite now working in LA for eight plus years at this point. Um, it's not that long. It's a long time though. I mean. You're a child. You're very young. Thank you. I try. Yeah, um, like I'm very Going pretty. on nine. Well, no, I, <laughs> um, I am constantly reinventing what I want to do because mm-hmm. what I wanted to do what I originally wanted to do when I moved to LA didn't exist when I was born. Which was? So, I mean, even working with real people, like working in alternative, working in reality, that job didn't exist when I was but born. You knew when you moved here you wanted to work somehow in reality TV? I, d- I wanted to work with real people. I didn't want to work with actors. It's, it's. Okay, so you graduated college and you, want, you moved to LA. Oh, before you even said- predating this. So, I went to college in Michigan for a year at this, like, essentially like party frat school okay. and i was like this is not for me i want to do something more yeah. creative i can't be a teacher sounds like a nightmare it was a nightmare yeah. i mean it was it was um i've got a bunch of great stories yeah. but um <laughs> but when i'm when i had this realization and there was i i didn't want to work in film i had no desire i wanted to work specifically in tv okay how did you know that you wanted tv only because i love tv okay i <laughs> i love films i love going to see them but yeah. tv is my love and has always okay. it, it has always been and so I found the one school in the United States that had separate TV and film programs. Oh. It's the school in Chicago called Columbia, not cool. the smart one. It's it's an art school. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And they had a separate TV program. And so I went there. And then everyone was applying for like Jerry Springer and Steve Wilkos were based out of Chicago at the time. Okay. So people would apply for those internships. And I, it's crazy. I know. And I was like, I don't want to do that. That's, that's trashy. Like I want to yeah. go do something good. And so I applied for internships. I actually, I got in a fight with my ex at the time. 
And I was like, I have to get out of here. I need to go do something. And I applied for internships at Ellen, at Oprah, and at General Hospital. Super gay. Super gay. <laughs> yep, super gay. And you were I, like, if I wasn't out of the closet yet, I just made myself. I just out made of the myself. You're like, yeah, yeah. Parents, hey, um, can I have a can yeah. I have personal assist Liberace? <laughs> yeah. Like, can I add that to the list? If you didn't know yet, yeah, flaming gay. It's pretty, it's pretty clear now. Um, and so I applied, and I got the Ellen internship. So She's I'd never been to LA before. I flew out here. I interviewed and had a great experience. Went back to Chicago to finish school and then moved back out to L.A. So cool. So it's always been TV. Mm-hmm. And when I moved out in 2008, the writer's strike had happened. It was when I could work was in the middle of Ellen's season. Okay. So I'd freelance sometimes. And talk shows weren't hiring. So I worked on The Bachelorette um, as a How PA. was that? Um, it was interesting. I, I, mean, kn- I know people that have worked on it. It's, it's crazy, right? It's interesting. It's super interesting. I it's was always in, in the same house in like Malibu, right? Yeah. I mean, it has been for forever. Okay. So I, yeah, it was, it was a very interesting and fantastic experience, but I was like, I don't want to PA again. This is not for yeah. me. And then I Did treat you like shit. No, no, they didn't. But it's, it's, um, I'm really bad at driving. I don't like to. <laughs> And a lot of PAing responsibilities are like driving like a 15-pass vehicle. By the way, did you drive here? I did. I, th- I was supposed to give you a pass. No, it's fine. Oh, oh yeah. We've t- yes. we talked about this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. No. Anyways, go ahead. I'm all good. Um, <laughs> and actually, you're, uh, when I got on my GPS, I'm like, uh-huh. oh, put it in. I could have walked here and just stayed in my parking garage. I noticed garage. When, I fr- when I looked at your email signature, I was like, he, lives, he works like a block from here pretty I know. Much. I could have walked. Yeah. yeah whatever, but I anyways. stopped and got wine right, instead. Okay, good. Um, Thanks. And yeah, um, I thought it was rosé, but I guess it's not. It's blanc de blanc. It doesn't matter. I will take it down. I'll take it. I'll take Other rubbing alcohol. It's fine. Me um, too. Yeah, mouthwash. That's why I love you. I love you as well. Bachelor oh. was good. It was a good. It was a great experience. But half of PAing is like driving a fifteen pass vehicle, and so that's not my thing. And so then I got into casting. Is that why you got into casting? When I went to my interview, I was interviewing for a PA position on Deal or No Deal. Uh-huh. And when I went to the interview, I clearly have a lot of personality. You and do a lot of personality. She noticed that. And then <laughs> uh, number two was, she said, is there anything that you want to say before you leave the interview? And I said, I know that this is a bad thing to do on an interview. But <laughs> it's not a good I, sign. I, like, I'm supposed to want to do everything, but yeah. I feel unsafe driving a vehicle that big with people in it because I feel like I could injure them. And so I would prefer not to do that. Listen, at least you're upfront about it. I was upfront and then they got me a casting job on the show instead of a PA job. And then simultaneously I was interviewing at uh, William Morris and to be like an agent or something? To be an agent's assistant. Well, did you, okay, so what did you want to do when you moved to LA? That's my question. I wanted to work with real people, but that's all, and, and in TV, but that's all I knew. Okay, so that's all you knew. And I loved the Are you idea. happy that it went the production route more than the agent route? Yeah, but, well, I think that I'd be in a very, I'd be in a different place, but I'd still be in unscripted. Mm-hmm. The, I ended up getting a job offer. I had gotten the deal or no deal job. Okay. And then a week later, I got the offer for William Morris. And um, it was for a reality um, agent, an unscripted person's oh, agent. They, they had that at that time, They too. did. And okay. this person has come back in my life since then a few times. Who is it? Don't tell me. It's I'm not going to tell me later. Um, and I've One of my friends is a, a reality agent at uh, Abrams. Well, Alex this person's Shankman. not an you know, agent. Alex Shankman? No, I don't. 
Well, he's at Abrams, but oh. he's, a, he's a, one of the bigger ones. This person created. got out of reality agency uh-huh. stuff and started working production. But um, they called me. I was on set for Deal or No Deal. Mm-hmm. I was getting paid way more. I was only working Monday through Friday, and I was very happy. Wait, you should be working more than Monday through Friday? Well, no, but like with an agent's job, uh, agent's assistant job, oh, it's, yeah, yeah. it's crazy like, hours. It's masochistic. I talked about that during my interview at the agency mm-hmm. and said, listen, I know that people come in here, they cry. Like, yeah. I wouldn't do that. And like, I'd go home, I'd cry in private. I wouldn't cry in public. <laughs> like, I was very open because I know what the job is. I and love that. Yeah. And they respected it. They called me a week later, offered me a job. Yeah. And I said, no. You weren't desperate, basically. I was. Yeah. Like, I would love to work at one of the biggest agencies and skip the mail room. Like, do you think that's a thing? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Because I'm wondering this. Do you think... All right, so I've been, uh, you know, I've been an actor and a comedian in L.A. for years, and uh, I have representation, but I've always thought, like, if I wanted to get, like, a bigger representation, for example, uh, like, I've been set up for meetings or, like, people have been, you know, or who I'm with, like, they set me up for a different meeting within their company, whatever. I think it's almost like dating where if you you almost when you get pitched to someone they almost think like well why are you getting pitched to me almost like like well did no one else want you like there's something to that I, that's in my opinion do you think that that's true do you think that like when someone uh when you're more lackadaisical or like chill about it like you were with your interviews for yeah agencies do you think that was more effective for you because i think sometimes like when you're yeah when you're when you're overly aggressive or excited people are like oh maybe i don't want that it seems like dating i it is kind of like dating i mean it 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 taps into psychology yeah and um it's like i said no to them and they did pursue me for a while and they would the guy would call me from hr over and over again and say that doesn't happen for some people it doesn't, but because it's... Do you think it's because you turned them down, or do you think it's because you were just so interesting to them? I gave a really good interview <laughs> that I'm like, very proud so of. Charming. No, I, I love interviews, and, yeah. and I think that it ties into actually things that we've been talking about. It's mm-hmm. If you're honest about specific things with people, yeah. it's better. So yeah. I every person walks in and they're like, no, it's all going to be rainbows and sunshine. It's yeah. not. It is terrible sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And, and I recognize that and I'm open and honest about it. It's how That's you, great. it's how you deal with how terrible it will be at times. So would you say to someone that was going in for an interview, just be honest about like what your ex- expectations are? I would 100%. Yeah. Like in any job. Yeah. If, if you're good, if you're, well, not in any job, in, in entertainment industry, yeah. I find it refreshing when somebody's honest. Okay. Um, when people interview with me, I, if it's going to be a difficult show to cast and mm-hmm. they're interviewing to be on my staff, I'd prefer if they came in and said, oh, this is a really difficult show to cast and I understand that, which is why yeah. I'm going to do X, 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 and X. If they walk in and say, oh, this is super easy for me. I've got this in the bag. It's like, no, yeah, you that's don't. not yeah. true. And I know... Yeah, you're right. It's almost more irritating because yeah. it's like, well, you haven't been here. You really don't know how it works. If I go into an agency and say, it's going to be amazing and I love getting paid 500 and whatever dollars a week to yeah. basically go through a masochist experience. Yeah. Um, we all know that's not true. Yeah. I'd rather be honest about it. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's worked for you. It's worked for me. Yeah. When I'm people approach you, does it work? Yeah. I mean, I'd rather have somebody, I'd rather have somebody come in to me and be honest every single time. Yeah. So if you were hiring someone, you would want them just to. 
Yeah, like if it's a difficult show, tell me it's a difficult show. Mm -hmm. I I know it's a difficult show. Mm -hmm. I'm the one who's hiring. Don't pretend like it's going to be easy because it's not going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I like honesty. I like that too. If somebody walks in with a pitch for me and it's out of left field, it's a weird show. Yeah. Instead of coming in and pretending like this is the best thing in the entire world, come in and say, this is the strangest idea that's ever happened. Yeah. But this is my passion project and I feel like this should get made. Be, be honest about it. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Is that your job now to accept pitches? What, what do you do now? I do accept pitches. I accept pitches and then I also, I'll develop things myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So are you allowed to like go out and like find stuff and like. Yeah. Yeah. I do that all the time. I'm doing that now. I do it every day. Yeah. That's cool. What are you looking for? But I'm real about it. It it depends, honestly. It depends. It depends what network. It depends on other people. Like Mm -hmm. What network's looking for, yeah. What they're looking for. I had people, and and honestly, even then, sometimes it won't get sold. Um, Yeah. I had somebody come in the other day, and uh, we were talking about this with, like, the using people for favors thing. They came in the other day, and they're friends of mine, and they said, we want to pitch this show. And I said... I'm going to be so brutally honest with you. <laughs> I believe in your talent so much, but you guys aren't a name. So yeah. I it's know hard. You, I was like, I know, you know, names. Yeah. Attach one of those names to this project. Come back into me. Make it impossible not to, for a network not to want to buy this. So, Attach all your celebrities. So do names make a show now? Because because they it help. used to be it helps no it matter helps, what. It helps. Yeah. If you because I guess you you can prove a following. You can prove money technically. Like okay, not so even money. Following. It's like the funny. Technically, people are going to watch it and make money. If I pitched a show with, I'll give this as an example. If uh-huh. I pitched a show with me as talent, I'm not talent, but yeah. just use me as an example. If I pitched a show with you me as talented. talent. You are talented. Thank you. Um, if, I, if I pitched a show with me as talent, no one wants that show. I have, I, no one knows who I am. I don't have a following. I have a private but Instagram. But would you no say cares. that like pre, like, like reality boom, people like that didn't have a following could make it, right? Yeah, but it's not – they wouldn't go out pitching it themselves. Okay. Like right, some de- right. some development person was like, oh, let's find a family with a million fucking kids. Okay, I get it. And, like, then it. they yeah, sold yeah, that yeah. show. Okay. Um, okay, so fine. So, so, yeah. So now – So if you so pitch a show about you, you it wouldn't It wouldn't it. get sold. Yeah. But if I, if I pitched a show about me with Dennis Rodman – like, say I was friends with Dennis yeah. Rodman. And, like, yeah. Dennis Rodman and Meryl Streep and, like um, – Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Like <laughs> that show, if somebody brought that into a network, it's impossible. Like it's so impossible not to buy that show. Okay. Martha and Snoop. That's a good example. Oh, yeah. That, how it's is that going? So good. It got is picked it up for a second season. I haven't it's, seen it yet. Is it it's good? It's really good. Because what? How did it even happen? What do they even do in it? Oh, they cook. They do everything. They're a celebrity guest. It's so good. That sounds amazing. If you said, oh, I'm just going to pitch this cooking show with this no name person. Yeah. But. We're pitching this show, not just with Martha Stewart, but with Snoop Dogg. And they have a pre-existing relationship. They're on polar opposite ends. That show's impossible. It's great. Yeah, yeah. You would have to, yeah, you would totally do that. If I were a network, I'd be like, fuck yes. Like, It's brilliant. I don't care what the direction of my network we're in. How did that even happen? Because they were on the roast. They were on the Justin Bieber roast together. Jeff Ross one? Did he do that? It was the cele- it was the roast Everything of Justin Bieber. Okay, okay. Yeah, at Comedy Central, they did they do the celebrity roast. Yeah, and Jeff Mar- Ross usually hosts those, but yeah, yes, he was involved in it. Okay, Martha Stewart was on it, and so was Snoop Dogg, I think. 
And they started a relationship from that. It's crazy. This is all based on, I think, I'm 99% sure that this is how it happened. They were both on the roast together. And then it was funny because Martha Stewart's been to jail. And you would never <laughs> think that she had yeah, been. Right. But yeah, because been, yeah. Snoop is so vocal about, like, pot and marijuana yeah. and stuff, you would think that maybe he had been. So yeah. it's flipping the stereotype. And then they started to actually, like, hang oh, out and do things. Brilliant. It's so Damn good. Damn it. It's like, Why oh, my God. Why didn't we think of this? Like, that show. I'm irritated I didn't think of this. Martha and Snoop is essentially cocktails with Chloe. It's different talent. Yeah, but well, her show didn't make it, did it? So her show did well. I don't know, again, preface yeah, with I mean, this, I, I don't know officially. Listen, I don't watch a lot of TV, so it I'm did, embarrassed I, like, it, I say these things a lot. It while, did well so. for its network, and then yeah. they picked it up for more episodes. And from what I heard, Chloe was unhappy about it okay. and didn't want to do it anymore, so they nixed the show. The most brilliant thing that's ever happened is Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg. It's G- it. Oh, if, if I God, were at a network and somebody it. came in with it, I'd be like, fine. Like, this yeah. is it. Yeah, it's See, great. Don't, do you ever want to, like, think of a show based on something that you hear, like, okay, so that worked. Now i got to think of something even better, like, it's similar to that? Or Yes. Oh, my God. It's when something is popular, it's like, Shit. my God, we've got to do this. Like, don't you ever feel irritated? Like, someone thought of that before me. Like, Yes. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, all the time. Like, I, I worked on a show that was a show that was a lot like Vanderpump. Mm-hmm. Um, what, show, what year did that premiere? Uh, let's see. It's five seasons. So, so it's 2011. Yeah, I worked on a show that had a celebrity attached on it Mm -hmm. uh, five years before that happened. And wait, I'm I'm not doing the math correctly. Four years before that happened. And the show made it to a pilot and then didn't sell. And I'm like, this is the same exact show. It's the same thing. But it didn't sell back then. But there are too many factors involved. It's not just me. No, it's true. It's not you. I mean, it's like, it's like five people up in a network that have to, that their jobs are on the line. And if they invest in a specific show and put all this money in a whole series and no one ever watches it, their job could be up. It's so true. Yeah. It's never a safe job. You can't, you can't be in development and be at the same network for 10, 15 years now. It's not possible. And sometimes you can pick up a show and it doesn't happen. Like I I was like 22, I think. I was very young. So a year and ago. Yeah. So it was a year Last ago. year. Oh. And uh, one of my friends, Alex Shankman, who works at Abrams, he represented the guy that uh, I think he was like the head of History Channel or something. Like very like. Prestigious. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, but like it's like a rule type of show yeah. or network. And he was like, this guy is looking for. We they want to go into reality. They need shows, <laughs> and he was like, "Because I'm from or- a very small town in Oregon, and my dad owns a logging company. Like, oh so God. I know like rural shit." And he was like, "Yeah, they need something. Write a show. We'll pitch it." I was like, "Cool, yeah, amazing." I wrote a show. They loved it. They bought it, but then there was an executive change. So the guy, oh yeah, who bought it. Yeah, so that can happen at any time. So the guy that bought the show, I think it was maybe it was History Channel. I don't know, whatever. They bought yeah. it, but then, like, like weeks later, like, there was a change, and then, like, someone else came in, and they, like, canned it. Had the deal gone through yet? No. Go- oh, so you it were... It was like there was so a nothing. contractual thing. Like, I don't remember. Oh, my God. It happens yeah, all yeah. the time. Every network... I was a kid, so I didn't know, but yeah. No, lots of networks are constantly in flux, and somebody switches over, and yeah. there are so many things in those very long agreements that you sign, and they can nick something at any point, and it's not until... That show airs. Oh, this is interesting. Yeah. Oh, what? On a game show. Say you're on Say you're on a game show uh-huh. and you win $1 million. That sounds awesome. If that show doesn't air, you don't get your money. 
I'm sorry, what? Isn't it crazy? No one knows whoa, this. Whoa, whoa. This is a fact. You could, whoa, you could be on a game show. Yep. Win so, the money. Yep. It does not air. You don't get the money. Yes. Here's the deal. If they wanted to air it, if they want to air it, they will. A lot of times they will. They're not going to, they're not screwing anybody yes. over. But say, say you're on episode By six. By the way, where does the million dollars come from anyways? Um, it, A lot of times from advertisers. Okay. Because, so say a show's rating really well. It's a game show. Okay. Advertisers are like, oh, this talent is involved. This is the show. Yeah. Advertisers basically fund everything on any network. That's where they get their money from is ad yeah. dollars. That's why ratings matter so much. Because if a show is highly rated, I understand it with the podcast, guys. Please keep listening <laughs> and rating my podcast. I love you. Well, no, if if a show is rating well, if it's doing yeah. well, advertisers want to do it because more people are watching it. Yeah. So their ad dollars are better spent. If Nabisco is doing a commercial for Ritz crackers, yeah, and four million people are watching that show. That's a guarantee. That's people are gonna watch That's it. More right. people see it, so they'll invest more money to get spots on that. That's why Super Bowl ads are cost so much, because it rates so well and people are willing Everyone's to spend millions it, yeah. on it. But um, say you're on a game show and you're on episode six. The show gets canceled. Episode five. Your episode never airs. Contractually, they don't have to pay you, and oftentimes they won't. <gasps> That's horrible. So after you're on a game show, it's not like you can be happy. What's the point you of being on a game show unless you make money? I know. You're just going to embarrass yourself and like uh, no trivia I, on like national TV? What are you I gonna can't just be say on a game a show now and I hate it. You can't be? Well, no, because I've worked at every network. So oh, when you, you sign those be. agreements, yeah, there's can. a whole right to You can't appear thing. on TV in general, can't you? I can appear on TV. Yeah. Oh, really? I totally could. Yeah, yeah. I could appear on TV, but I can't do anything that has to do with money and legality. Oh, really? So um, if I... I thought a lot that you couldn't... If you... And a lot of agents and like people in production, they no, can't they appear just don't on TV. Be. Oh, I thought it was like a rule. Well, no, it depends. Like if you're in an agency, you don't want to be on Listen, a show. Listen, RJ, I would like to get you on a show. <laughs> well, no, but the thing is, I, I, I wouldn't. Knowing what I know about TV, yeah, maybe not. I wouldn't sign my rights away. To, I mean, it depends on the show. It depends on the person. Reality shows are a good place now. Blah yeah. blah blah. But I personally wouldn't do just any show. I'd be very specific. It's 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 scary as we it speak is. right now. What is it? Oh, it's nine p.m. L.A. time. So that means oh, it's now it's now starting to air, L.A. time. But it it would have aired at six p.m. anywhere else. Uh, I'm I've, I'm appearing on an episode of Vanderpump Rules where I'm not proud of what I. I mean, I didn't do anything bad, but like I don't like the way I look and what I did. But you can't really change that. You have no control. It do, it doesn't matter. Even though, but I didn't even do anything like in the episode. I know the way this episode airs. Like, I know, like, there's a fight between, like, Stassi and Katie and Sheena. I was oh, on, good. I was on, like, uh, Katie and Stassi's side. It, Sheena was being a good little dummy, but I love her so much. But I literally was with them, kind of on their side, but I was also like, hey, guys, like, maybe we shouldn't, like, yell at her too much. Like, I was being, like, very much in the middle. Uh-huh. Like, so much that production actually where they they were like Rachel, can we just like take you out of the scene? They actually pulled me <laughs> out of the scene because I was being too like in the middle and yeah, nice. you were stopping it all down yourself. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. didn't like that. So, yeah. but but still, the way the episode airs, it looks like I'm just being a bully. Well, yeah, you never know. You never know. I think that, um, yeah, you never know. You, you have never no know. Idea. You no. never know. You, no. you can never like. Oh. And it's also like you eventually lose like. Okay, you would think, okay, so like, yeah, you're filming a reality show, right? You would think, I'm going to wear the right outfit. I'm going to always look good. I'm going to, like, try to, you know, 
be the best I can be. Eventually, you just get worn down because the if you go on a trip, for example, like we went on Katie's bachelorette uh, weekend or her wedding, oh eventually God. you bachelorette don't even have weekend. the energy to even put yourself together like as much as you had planned. And it's also you know? not even an energy thing. You start what happens, and I'm it's it's something I'm fascinated yeah. by. Once you're on a reality show for like five episodes, no matter what capacity yeah. you're on it, there's a post reality show syndrome that happens. Yeah. You get so used to the cameras that you're like, I don't give a fuck. Like these people you have do. watched me. You don't give a fuck anymore. You, you stop. Do. So it's almost like a, it's like a it's like an arrogance thing or just like it's or like a like a you have a chip on your shoulder. Where you're like, oh, fuck you. Like, I, if you don't like me, then fine. Like. Oh yeah, no, it's but people start, really do care what you look like. And they they're do. Gonna, they're gonna tell you what they think. They're certainly gonna tweet it. Yeah. Oh god, I tell people if you're on a reality show and you don't have thick skin, or even if you do, don't even look on Twitter. Oh yeah, but just everyone don't. Oh, does absolutely it. Don't. No, it's terrible. People would say they the get, cruelest things. They're they're horrible. They I I mean I'm on it so little that I don't I don't get a lot of it. And please don't tell me more. Oh, I'm really nice. Uh, <laughs> but my my friends. They, they get horrible things that horrible things said to them. Well, because mean, when you're a spectator, horrible things. Even I, who works in reality, and I understand it. Yeah. I watch shows now. I just I reality was very stressful for me to watch because it's yeah. my career <laughs> for a long period of time. But I started watching Housewives in February. I've watched uh-huh. now all of Vanderpump. I've watched everything, and you start to talk about people like they're not human beings, like. Oh, she looks like this, and she does this, and whatever. They do that. It's crazy. Yeah. Where they, it's like, it's like someone's like, a, yeah, they're like a piece of meat. Where you're just like, oh. You forget they're a person because they're a TV personality, and mm-hmm. it's weird because I it blurs my lines so mm-hmm. much because it's my work, but then I also now watch it, mm-hmm. and so there's a side of me that's like a little bit more elitist about it because I'm like I work in this, I'm not like a like a crazy fan. Yeah. Meanwhile, if you got it's like good TV, it's so good TV. It's good TV. No, like I've even found this is where I've had my lowest is I've. Like, uh, I love Dorinda Medley on Real Housewives of New York. She's really my like favorite. Uh, I love her. But she seems classy to me. There's she that is. I like. But she's I like also her real. And uh. her, like, she seems like she's from, like, Great Gatsby almost. Oh, with well, a short haircut and her cute outfits. This is a great, I guess I'm going to get off of Dorinda for a yeah. second. But Countess Luann, if she would officiate my wedding, <laughs> I would have her do it because I find her so, like, my boyfriend and I love her. And I in the like event her. that we got Not married, as much as Dorinda, but yeah. But no, I love Dorinda. But as a character to have Countess Luann like at your <laughs> wedding, it's like, oh my god! Like I work in reality, I should get all these reality people that have you actually impacted. Seriously, it'd be ridiculous. And so, but like this is a person. She's a real life human being who I has know. a life. And I then I think about it as a, from the perspective of like, oh, I've been a producer. I've sat at a table with talent before where people have come up and mobbed them for pictures. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, these people are so rude. And now I've become that rude person. Yeah, but uh, but you're not being totally rude. You're just, you're excited. You're you're admiring her. I mean, you're not saying. Yeah, no, I love. Uh, but yeah. I've also said like things about people on reality TV that have not been fantastic. Like yeah. when someone gets a bad haircut or perhaps has bad highlights when they yeah. shouldn't, I've said things. That's what's hard when you, when you do like, uh, you know, like any type of public speaking or podcasts or like, you know, articles or anything, when you want to have an opinion about someone you're like, but I may meet them in the future. Like maybe I shouldn't say that. Like, it's Oh, I could barely handle, um, I was on the phone two weeks ago talking to like an insurance adjuster uh-huh. because I rear-ended somebody. <laughs> and at the end of the phone call, 
She knows my name is my legal name is Richard Larice. Uh-huh. She knows that I'm a man, but she says, "I know you're a very busy woman, and so I have to. Like, I'll get what? you off the phone." And I was like, "We've been on the phone the entire time. You know that I'm a man." And she goes, "Well, I'm sure you get that all the time, though." And I was like, "What an asshole! What the fuck, lady in Atlanta? Well, I would be so mad." So based on that alone, I know if I were on a reality show and. Somebody would say something right, about me point. and set me yeah. off. I'd be like, what the fuck are they saying? Yeah. Yes. It would you be have nuts. to have very thick skin. Like people say just like, uh, I get it very little because again, I'm, I'm not on the show as much, yeah. but like when people like, I mean, people from, for the most part, will just be like, who's that random girl that no one knows. I'm like, yeah, we get the point, buddy. Ha. And you're like, go fuck yourself. You're like, like, I'm the one with the jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Lay off. Like, ah, yeah, let's not, let's not get that far. But like th- my friends, I know for a fact, like, they get horrible things said to them. I mean, yeah. it, and it's actually hurtful to them. And it, and it bothers me for them because I'm like, I want to defend them. And I, and I, but I also want to be like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, it's just social media. But like, how do you not when someone's, let's say you have a fat day. Let's say you just don't look good that day. And Every someone's day calling you a cow. Yeah. Some random person in Minnesota is calling you a cow on social media. It's just like. That's that's gotta hurt. There are a few things that factor into this. Um, what I'm do you sh- think? Well, no. So um, as people- I pour, as I pour more. Yes. Rose. Uh, thank you, Sophia Coppola. Um, thank you, Sophia no, Coppola. As, uh, thank you, the I'm, Coppola family. I am sure. For example, let's use Vanderpump as an easy. Ex- oh, hello. All right. It just got christened. Your well, your glass table just got christened with a little rosé. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll let my OCD ignore it. Um, not my Me real too. OCD, but um, I have OCD but too. I'm like, think about what do I do? think about the people on the people that are on Vanderpump that you know that you're friends with have said mean things about people on the show. So to each other, to each other. Okay. So they've said mean things about another person at one point. Yeah. So another person saying mean things about them, it's like people say mean things a decent amount. It's it's whether you do as you a think per- that, but do you think, but do you think people feel like they're allowed to say it because they watch them on a show saying it to their friend though? I feel you know what I mean because it's like they're saying it to someone that like they're they don't know. Yeah, oh, oh, you're okay. saying the people? Yes, the people okay, on the show so are like saying it to a like, friend. You know, if, if if Stassi says something mean to Kristen or, or Kristen says something mean to Katie or whatever, they, you know, it's like watching a group of friends be mean to each other, which isn't great. I suppose if a stranger so like a stranger thinks it. like, oh, now I can just insult you. Well, what do you think? I don't know. I think it's all bad. I think it's yeah. all, it's all. I mean, granted, the backbone of reality TV would would be gone if yeah. people wouldn't get in arguments to call each other names. Yeah, but it wouldn't be great. At the end of the day, it all kind of is the same. And is it the really? It, it is. If you're watching a show. Would you? Okay. Would you ever? If you were not in the industry, would you ever just be watching a show and then be like, I'm just gonna go on social media and just tell this person that I think that they're fat. The social media part is different, I suppose. It's, it's uh, terrible. You, you for say people. it to your friend, but you wouldn't say it to the person's face. Yeah. It is terrible. It, it's not good. And I've defended so many people like that have been cast members on shows or yeah. people that I know that are on shows, and and I've defended them because it, it's a cruel world. It's, I yeah, I've worked on so many shows where kids have been involved. Like and people pop- are mean to kids. Oh. You so I worked. Um, oh my god, I would get I would get violent if someone if I if I saw someone. Make fun of oh, a kid. I worked on Dance Moms for four years of my lifetime, and without saying anything about the show and my personal views on it, what I'll say is that I've watched children that are on that show 
get called racist names, Holy get shamed shit. about their weight, get shamed about their sexuality. Who get are shamed these about people? Their, Who makes well, people like it's that? a whole culture thing. It's um, if you're behind the wall of Twitter and Facebook, you you'll never be called out for it other than on social media. You can be a bitch. People take out all their stuff on it. You know, it's terrible. The things that I've seen people say to children has been awful. It really bothers awful. me they say it to children. No, it's awful. I, and I've watched it happen. And there are a lot Do of these kids. Do those kids know? Do they see it? Yes. They have one of the kids that's on the show that I found. She's She was originally on one of the spinoffs of it. Uh-huh. She now has like 3.7 million followers. What? And I, from Dance Moms? From Dance Moms. Yeah, oh, they get huge followings. Holy crap. And she's done a bunch of other things. But I've seen people say such cruel things about her where she follows me, I follow her, and I see when people say mean things. And there was one point, one time specifically. So upsetting. I normally am fine, and I'm like, you know what? It's fine. She's good. She'll keep herself up. And then I think, oh, my God, you're a 13-year-old child. And I see somebody saying something mean about her. And it, it sets me off like I'm their parent. And I go on. And there was one specific time where I started, like, there was one child who was writing mean things about this other child. And I started going off on them. And at the end of the day, they're mean people. And it's not going to change what they do. Yeah. But when you know the people that are involved, and so it kills not to, you. Yeah, it'd be so hard not to, like, fight back. I mean, it's. No. That's it's so mean. scary. They're kids. They're children. Oh, that's awful. This is taking a dark turn. Well, no, I'm just surprised that that's like that. that that's no, kids are mean. Also, I can. I'll well, pull obviously, up some. kids are mean, but I'm surprised that like, let's say a kid is successful on a reality show like Dance Moms, that even anyone that's an adult would go and criticize a kid. Like, uh, but think about it. Think about it when you're. When we were in high school, if there is the popular person, a successful person, or somebody has an yeah. accolade or something happens, there are people who hate so hardcore. Yeah, that's true, I guess. And so yeah, this right, is an invitation right. for them to just get on social media and do it. Thank it's God we're not thing. in high school now. Thank God, right? Thank God. No, people in high schools now get bullied online all the time. It's crazy. I worry about that. I worry about like my niece and nephew now who whom are, I mean, my, my nephew is this adorable kid who's a great athlete, and my niece is a freakishly good hip-hop dancer like yeah like uh Where did, are they up in oregon too or no they're in tennessee but they come here a lot and they come to oregon a lot they're 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 spoiled mm-hmm. they're awesome but my niece huh. is like do you remember Shout that out. do you remember that um missy elliott video with that really good young white girl dancer that cute that kid yeah yeah she was in like a pepsi commercial after that yeah my niece dances almost better than her probably actually better she's uh-huh. like freakishly good and so they they put her on Instagram a lot and 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 she's really she's she's so good, but I worry for her that now like what if she gets really popular? What if she like becomes like an actor or something from this? Like what if she because she because she's beautiful too? Like what if she becomes like a child star? I'm like people are gonna be so mean and so awful. Like they will be. I would it's I would, not I would rather protect her from that until maybe she's at an age where she can like handle it. Like I I don't like people being mean to kids or. It's hard. It's go- the thing is, it's going to happen when you when yeah. you sign up for a reality show, when you're an actor or an actress, yeah. you sadly also are aware. You've got to be aware of the fact that if you're successful, people will go after you. But I don't think people don't realize that though. I think you could be like you a, can say you it could as be many like times. a mom in Alabama who's like, my kid's talented. I want to do something with them, and they're gonna like, and they put them on something, and they get booked or whatever. 
the mom probably doesn't realize like how bad it's really going to be. Well, no, the thing is that you can for dance mom specifically, I would tell all of the mothers and I tell the kids too, Mm -hmm. people are going to be mean. It's a popular show. People will be mean at some point. And no one ever listens, but I say don't look at social media or else you're gonna get fights so with a bunch of people. About being on the show, because what 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 they see if if you told me as a child, you're going to be famous and you're gonna have all these followers, but you're going to be bullied. If you tell any kid that, they're like, going to fine. see fine. I'll be a celebrity. It's fine. That's true. It's gonna be good. You're not gonna see the bad. Because they think of they're it. gonna get bullied anyways in high school or whatever. But wait until that day that you have just had a terrible breakup and you've. You're having a fat day, and yeah. some person says some comment or writes something to you. It's hurtful. It's hurtful. When somebody knows, I feel bad for Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston has not been with Brad Pitt for so long, it's and true. Brad Pitt starts to go through divorce proceedings with Angelina Jolie, and she gets sucked into something. Could you imagine your ex from oh, seven God, years ago? so painful. Yeah. Getting pulled back into that situation. It's terrible yeah but technically when jennifer aniston signed up to be an actress she knew that at some point she could be popular do you think she but is knew it right that, that was gonna happen yeah well no you can again you can hear all of it you can tell but a kid, you're right you're right you you can tell like jennifer aniston had people before her who were celebrities like mm-hmm. that got dragged through media mm-hmm. in different forms and again she was probably aware like oh this could happen to me in the future yeah but until you're in the middle of it you have no yeah, idea you have what no that's idea. like Somebody can call you fat. Somebody can call you anything. And it's always going to be worth it. I mean, I guess, like if, yeah, like if, if someone told you or I, I'm sure, like, okay, well, I don't know if you want to be an actor, but, uh, you know. I you, do not, but I, okay. I know. Let's I, say, I, like, I you're going to be the head of, you're going to be the head of Fox. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But you just have to go through a little bit of shit. You'd be like, all right, cool. I'd do it. Yeah. Yeah, I totally For me, do it. yeah. If, you're, if, if, if someone said you're going to be Jennifer Aniston, but you're going to have a bad breakup, people are going to be hard on you about it, I'd be like, well, that sounds fine. But wait yeah. until you're used to it in the middle yeah. of it, and then it's... It's horrible. Well, that's why a lot of... You'll notice some celebrities finally are like, oh, well, I've been thinking about him lately just because he's so attractive, but Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Let's <laughs> 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 right there. Jonathan, he is adorable. He's super attractive. He was Very the heartthrob. He disappeared from all of the public eye. He doesn't have social media. Mm-hmm. He chose to go off the grid for a reason. Yeah. And he... Jonathan Taylor I don't blame Thomas him. could have been if Jonathan Taylor Thomas had continued his career. Yeah. He could have been continuing to do really big things. He could have continued to be a yeah. hit. And he chose not to. And there are so many people that eventually are like, I choose not to. I don't want to do this anymore. I feel like I would have been like that if I was a child star. Like yeah. I think a kid. Like I think I think it's too much for child stars never end up being normal. I mean that in the it's nicest so way possible. It's so occasional, I, I, but it's it's occasional. Yeah. I've been friends fine. with s- several of them, and <gasps> and it's never worked out well. Can we talk about who we're? Oh, well, no, no, we probably can't. We uh, can't. Now, now we've got a sidebar. Yeah, after we this have a sidebar. Because now I want to know. But, but like that is like a, it's a hard. It's it's got to be hard. I don't blame them. I think it's got to be so hard, especially when you're just, a child. You got to, you get used to it. You yeah. get um, oh, what's his name? Corey Feldman, like yeah. bad example, but like Corey Feldman was in a bunch of hit movies yeah, back yeah. in the day. But and I met him in person; he's actually a really lovely, nice person. Yeah. But you, you, you also picture him to be the person that you think he's going to be too. Yeah, you. It, there's so many factors that are involved. It's like how yeah. you're perceived in media and 
what type of person you're doing, mm-hmm. what projects you want to take, and when you want to get off the grid, and there are so many factors involved. But yeah, I there are a lot of people that say like I wouldn't choose celebrity, mm-hmm. and I actually do trust them when they say that. I I think I think that I think that's a an honorable thing to say, and I feel like people like listening to this probably like. You know, you, you you're not in LA or New York or wherever this happens for people, but that's more coastal. Yeah, <laughs> and and you probably think like, oh god, it's such a stupid problem to have. But really, like for the most part, when I when I've known people that have gotten received, got received on the receiving yeah. end of yeah, success wow. too early, like when they were young, they're they end up being weird. It's it's hard. It's 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 it. And in, in actually, even in general, like when you, even people I know, like as an adult, that, that they become famous or they, they make it, they, it's a different, if it's a different type of struggle than, like you think like, oh, I struggle at my job, I hate my job, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Which is horrible. And these people you think like, it would be so awesome to be like successful and famous and all that. But they struggle in a different way, like. Well, they do. It's it's it, it's it all ties into like I call it put when it, when you're on a reality show, for example, yeah. when you've been when you've been significantly on a reality show. Yeah. Note that say that reality show ends. Yeah. Those people try to be on reality shows for the rest of their life, or they try yeah. to work in reality. Because what else are they going to do? Know. It's yeah. Like, uh, there have been so many people on Big Brother who mm-hmm. are like, "Well, I want my own show now," or "I want to be a casting person in reality." You mm-hmm. want to once you've you know. seen it, once you know it. Yeah. So I call it post-reality show syndrome, but it happens to celebrities too. It, once you've been exposed to that, mm-hmm. something clicks inside of you, and you are never the same. It, you you can't be because that's what you know. I mean, that's what you. It's almost like you went to college to do that. Like that's your degree. Like the. Well, the and reality is interesting because once people make money, significant amounts of money off of being themselves, mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, well. I can be myself and continue. It's why we TV has a show called Marriage Boot Camp Reality Stars. Mm-hmm. And it's former reality star couples that go on the show and hash out their marital problems. And one would think, why would you do this? But after you've been on a reality show and they're like, oh, well, we'll pay you X amount yeah, of money like, to be on the show. Certainly I'll just take the like, money. Fine. Yeah. fine, I'll do it. I'll go yeah. do it. It's fine. Like Tara, Tara Reid was yeah. on the last season or the season before and she was conning everybody and that ended up being like a big reveal at the end oh, okay. it was in a fake relationship but even tara reed was like i'll fucking do this yeah, to make like, some money why not it's yeah. money if somebody said you could I'll, i'm gonna pay you like tens of thousands of dollars just to yeah. be yourself and do this it's fine that's why when people are so hard on like celebrities or whatever when they're like doing stuff that they don't approve of or they think it's like depressing it's like wouldn't you do it for money or like you know, like even like sponsored posts on Instagram. It's like oh, like people comment on, under someone that's like oh, you shouldn't do like a fit tea ad. Like that's so embarrassing. It's like yeah, fit tea. Would you? But would you do it for twenty thousand dollars? Yes, certainly. Of course I would. Yeah, and the person commenting, making fun of it, would probably do it for twenty thousand dollars too. A hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Like yeah, I, yeah. If you could, people don't understand the. The influencer thing, which is when you've got a ton of followers and you get yeah. paid to do all of these things, they're like, "I don't like that." Who can-? like if you're making the money, make the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you would too, Susie from North Dakota. Well, I who's like I'm, making like etched jars of whatever the fuck she's making. Like, yeah, you would do it for money. You're doing that for 
Oh, fascinating is when it, there are specific celebrities that have deals with clickbait websites. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed this? Uh-uh. Oh, it's fascinating. So specific celebrities have um, these deals with clickbait sites where they'll post the articles that are like clickbait, which is like. What's that um, mean? It means I oh, get like, clickbait is like redirects you to something. No. So like the title of the article will be like. This woman weighed 3,000 pounds, but you'll never guess what happened to her next, question okay. mark. It's clickbait. So so somebody would be like, okay, I want to see, and they'll click it. And it's typically a gallery, and you'll go from next to next to next, and it's super ad-supported. Okay. And they'll get this traction because the celebrity has directed them to this website. Oh, they get paid to I do see, it. I see. So, like, George Takei uh-huh. has a clickbait deal. Farrah Abraham has a clickbait deal. These people, um, I'm trying to think of other people. Oh, Khalees. Yeah. The singer from My Milkshake Brings yeah, Little Boys course. to the Yeah, of course. Of course. She ha- Some people don't. She had a very good dance album at one point that I loved. I really like the song, though, the Milkshake song. It's a great song. But after that, she even did better music. She's like a chef now and has a cooking network show. Really? Yeah. Good for her. She just did a pop-up in L.A. But she, I follow her, and she's a clickbait person. She has this deal, and there's always this clickbait stuff. And they get paid a decent amount of money where they don't have to worry about like their mortgage payments. Why not? Yeah. Like it's embarrassing, but at the same time, why not? Why not? I, I am fine with it. It's annoying to me, but if I really want to unfollow them, I can. Yeah. And like anyone would do it for the money too. Yeah. Follow your hustle. <laughs> do your thing. I love you. All right. I love you too. Well, this has been really fun. Yeah. I've had so much what fun. What else do we want to talk about in terms of like your career and stuff? Cause I want to promote you a little bit. Oh, I, my career is fine. I want to talk about dating with you. Oh shit. Let's talk You're about single. Dating. I am single now. What's dating life like? Um, I mean, I'm awkward, certainly, in dating. Because like, how many the, dates have you been on? Like, with like different, how many different people have you gone on dates with? Mostly like just two. Okay. Yeah, and like, uh, like just a couple dates with them. But I'm awkward, like, because I've been in relationships for so long that when I like, okay, so. I went on a d- my mom was staying at my house, so that like it's not like I was gonna bring someone home anyways, but huh. I was already like weird it was my first date. And so I went on a date with him. I, I took an Uber to the dinner and then he drove me home. That's trusting. It, well right? Well, I knew my mom was here, so it's not like, you know, he's not gonna kill yeah, me, yeah. right? Because yeah. I, I think everyone's a murderer, but he's not gonna kill me if my yeah. mom's here. I practically threw myself out of the car. Like I like when he pulled, like, he didn't even get a chance to pull over. Like, he he went to, like, five miles per hour and, like, bail run out of the car because I was like, he can't kiss me. I can't, I can't, I don't know how to do this. Because I couldn't handle the interaction of, like, I threw myself out of the car. As you should. No, dating is terrible. I'm thankfully like, in a relationship. I was so nervous. It's bad. It's, you, I mean, I always, this is terrible. I shouldn't tell a single person this, but. I always think about those people that have been married for like 20 years and then their husband ends up being a murderer. And they're like, I never guessed it. And I'm like, that How could do you be not guess anyone. It? That freaks me the fuck out. You never know 5% of a person. Okay, can I tell you a story? Yes. I think I'm okay to say this. Um, <laughs> I'm friends with, uh, you don't watch Southern Charm, but I'm friends with a lot of people from Southern Charms. One of them... Um, it's not her, but she has a friend that has this story. That's how this ki- came about. She told me this story. So she had a friend whom uh, her parents were rich, I think. She, she had a house in the Hamptons. She's a I mean, young Southern girl. Southern Charm. Yeah. Yeah. 
She's not from Southern Charm. But she's, adjacent. She's a friend. She's, yeah. Southern she's Charm adjacent. A yeah. Of a friend of yeah. A friend. Like rich adjacent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wealthy so adjacent. So this girl has a. Her parents have a house in the Hamptons, and uh, she. Uh, I, I guess she had gone there like a week before her parents were supposed to go. Like they were going for like a vacation. Like she was opening up the house for the fam, right? And so she was on Tinder, or one of the dating apps, when she was there, and she matched with this guy, and uh, he. He seemed wonderful. Like, he was normal. Like, she community was, like, a big in finance. Like, everything was great. Everything they matched up. normal yeah. at first. And so they went on a date. And uh, I think, he, yeah, he picked her up from her house. First red flag, don't let someone pick up from your house. No. Ugh. That is a rule. I do. I actually do say that. Like, I've never let someone, I've never actually let someone pick me up from my house on a first date. Maybe second date, but, like, first date, it's like, well. After this, I have rules for you. I've got rules for every woman, but go ahead. I did let someone drop me off on the first date, but my mom was there, so whatever. Right, my mom was there. My mom was staying with me. Anyways, so she meets this guy on Tinder. They go on a date. He was great. There was no red flags. He was great. And uh, he dropped. Did you stalk him beforehand? Did she stalk him? uh, Did she stalk him beforehand is what I meant to say. I don't think so. Uh, That's her problem. (laughs) So um, (laughs) we'll see. So uh, he drops her off. Whatever. It was a fine day. It wasn't bad. It was no- nothing. Nothing stood out I- in general to her as being scary or bad or whatever. So she's staying at her parents' house for the next like five or six days, and uh, well, like six days in, she starts hearing like noises, like in the house, a little bit. And uh, she calls her parents, and she's like, "Hey, like, oh, this seems weird." Like, and they're like, "Oh, just call the cops to be safe." Whatever. She calls the cops. And they're like, we're really busy tonight. We'll be there in 30 minutes. We'll check on the noise. That's not something that the cops should say, but go ahead. Not great, right? No, not setting great. setting themselves up for a lawsuit. Then, so they say, we'll be there in like 30, like we're, we're working on it. Three minutes later, they arrive. Oh. Because she's in the house she calls from a landline to to call 911. S- a dispatcher was smart enough to realize that someone else picked up a landline inside the house. Oh, so they said the 30 minutes thing to 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 distract them. Had apartment. nothing to do with it. No, oh. they just said they were actually busy, but someone else was smart enough on the dispatcher's line to realize someone else picked up the phone inside the house. So, it was 30 minutes cuz they were busy. Uh-huh. But Someone else was, like, paying attention. Yeah. Someone else picks up inside the home, and they realize someone's inside the home, picks up on the landline to hear her calling. The police. Yeah. yeah. The call's coming so from they inside show- the house. Mm-hmm. So they show up, like, minutes later, like, obviously freaking out. They go downstairs. The guy has left. This is the guy she went on Tinder on a Tinder date with. What? He was living in her basement. For the last, whatever the date, the six days, they went on a date. He was there with tarps, saws, knives, like, every, like, like everything he could, like, plan to kill her with. Did she say on the date that she was staying somewhere alone? Like, I don't, I, I don't she know. She must have, and this, this guy well, no, capitalized I mean, on I mean, it. I mean, I, I mean, she must have said, like, oh, like, it's my parents' house, and, like, you know, uh. they're not here. But still. He went in, went into her basement, stayed there for a week, pretty much, 
plotting to murder her. That's insane. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Had the cops not, like, had the, whoever the dispatcher not, like, figured it out that someone else picked up the phone inside Should the house. Now. Isn't that crazy? And you let a guy drive you home after a first date. Uh, fuck. Sorry. It was, you know, my mom was here. All right. My mom Damn it, you're right, is you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. My so mother, what are the rules? Well, first off, my mother's dating. She's in Michigan. Okay. And she's on dating apps. And she went on probably between five and ten dates with this guy. Yeah. The guy had been to her house. And she decided she's not interested. Um, she, she told me Five to ten dates? Five to ten dates, yeah. And he'd been at the okay. house, which it's different when you're in suburbs of Michigan. Like, you don't have a guy over to your house. You can't move. You own the house. Yeah, you're yeah. not going to move. <laughs> it's not like we're renting an apartment yeah, yeah, and can yeah. break the lease and leave, whatever. <laughs> she lives yeah. in the house. So, I, I mean, I'd been telling her don't do this, but she did it anyway. And she tells the guy she's not interested. I told, I was like, you've got to tell him. After five to ten dates, she wasn't interested? Yeah. Not after, like, three dates? Well, no, because the dates are different when they're, like, in their 50s. Yeah, yeah, okay. So okay. my mom tells him and he, via text, which I also don't understand, but that's a different story. And he texts back, fuck you. <gasps> You're a cunt. <gasps> and then keeps swearing over and over again. And my mom's and telling me this story. Man? He's in his 50s. He has a <gasps> daughter. My mom says, what would your daughter think of you <gasps> speaking to somebody like oh this? Oh, my God. And he keeps going. And so I'm like, people just shouldn't date anymore. But yeah, but that leads me to my rules. What's the rules? Tell me. Number one, you go for drinks the first date. I don't care how nice the guy is. Yeah. You don't go to a dinner. Okay. You don't want to be committed for a full thing. I agree with that. The free meal isn't worth it. Go to yeah. Wendy's after, in and out. Like, <laughs> it's not worth it. Go for drinks only. I do only. love food, but you're right. All right. It's not worth it. It's not. Would Is it worth, if you break it down to money, is it worth $100 an hour of your time to spend with this person? Good point. Yes. So good don't point. do that. All right. You don't drive either way. It's a really good rule. You, uh, it, I Ubered. I Ubered to the first. Date. You did Uber, but it doesn't matter. You tell them like, "Oh, I'm meeting girlfriends after or doing something." Tell yeah. some white lie. Okay. You don't want to be in a car with them because you never know. You never know. You're right. Especially here. Shit, I blew it. Um, and I know. And I'm, I'm like, I'm like really safety first, like type of person. Like my no, mom it's taught terrible. me that. Like, uh, yeah, like I, I just haven't dated in so long that I, I succumb to just being like, oh, I guess it's fine. Bad. Because I, when I tell my friends. I'm like, never get in a car with someone. You don't know them. No, you don't. You know, I went on dates. I don't know what that word was, but I said a made up word. <laughs> um, years ago, I was going on dates with a guy that I met back when I was single on uh-huh. Grinder at the Grove. And he worked at the Mac store in the Grove. Okay. And messaged me after. Seems safe. He knew friends of mine. I thought he would be sane. Yeah. We went on a date. It was good. And then our second date happened to be on Valentine's Day. And this is back when I was a schmuck <laughs> and stupid and was very hopeful in love. And so I took him to STK. Okay. On a second date, we went to dinner. Everything was great. And we went to the bar after. And he, at the bar, we met some of his friends. Okay. And he thought that I was flirting with his one straight friend who's, like, overweight, not attractive. Like, like not, not my type. Yeah, not yeah. My, like, clearly, I would, I would not have been into him. Yeah. And we get into the car, and he starts screaming at me and threatens to punch me <gasps> in my own car. And that is where I learned it doesn't matter oh who okay. they know. Okay, okay, you're right, you're crazy right. Crazy guy that my friends still reference this story. 
on Valentine's Day, this guy threatens to, like, beat my ass because he thinks that I'm flirting with this crazy friend. People are delusional, so don't let people in your car. Okay, so number rule number two is don't let people in your car. Don't let people in your car ever. You have to wait. You also, rule number three is you have to stalk these people on social media. It wrecks the romance a little bit, but... For gay men, yeah. every man, every gay man knows other people, so it's easy or industry yeah. people. Uh, women, it's harder, but you have to know more about their life. You can't just go on a date with these people and yeah, expect you're them to be right. normal people. Wait, what's rule number four? Now I'm afraid. Well, no, I just wouldn't let people come over your house. You're oh, I haven't done that yet. No, but uh, but uh, that but that for women in general. Yeah, yeah. Wait a long period of time before you do that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard. Scary, right? It is scary. It's hard because in order to meet people, especially in L.A., if you're not at bars all the time. Yeah. Then Which, listen, I love a good cocktail, but I don't want, like, a bar. You're not at a bar where you're going to meet people. You're with your yeah. girlfriends. With, you're with your yeah. friends. Or in my bed drinking wine. Um, As but, you yeah, should. Yeah, it's very similar. Yeah. But you need to be, or at gay bars all the time if you've got yeah. gay friends. You I have to be on bars. apps. They're great. But you've got to be on apps. And there's going to be uncertainty. And you strangers. have to deal with that. There are strangers that but you're going to have to deal with. scary people. There are. Yeah. App- I feel bad for my girlfriends on Tinder. I'm not getting on Tinder. No. You could you could join the league. The league seems safe. What's the league? The league is curated. Like there's a huge waiting list and it's it's under Raya but above like Bumble and Tinder and all those things. I'm already on Raya though. I don't really want I don't need another one. You don't I don't need think. another. Well, it's already too much work to be on there. But what I'll say is that dating is a little bit of a numbers game coming from a casting perspective. <laughs> You're, you, you've curled I, up I've now. I've crossed my leg. He just, yeah. He's like, not hey, curled up on I'm the couch up. like Mariah Carey. Oh, watch What Happens Live last night was so good with her on it. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's good. You should watch it. Okay. But um, it's, I, it's, so it's very, a numbers game. It's campy. Dating is a numbers game. And the, if you don't go to bars, if you're not, like, out a ton in no, situations no. where you're susceptible to, to meeting a guy, mm-hmm. where do you expect to meet the guy? And that's through friends, which is not always helpful. See, it's almost, like, scary to meet someone through friends because what if you don't like them or they don't like you and then you have to, like, feel awkward around the friends? It's scary, but it's at least worth a little bit of the risk depending on okay. the situation. But then you have to be on an app. And yeah. say Raya's exclusive. Mm-hmm. You're very – you're elite – um say say not people don't get approved for that it's very hard to get on it say there's this nice guy from the midwest who moves here who wants to get married have kids like you're right who is in finance and he wants to do like he wants to meet like a good girl he wouldn't even think to go to raya damn it that's better i know you've got to be in more places tell me this stuff i know it's terrible now you're gonna be on bumble and grinder and tinder i can't get on all that stuff though because i can't even respond to people on Raya. Like, you no, should join. But you're you are also a month and a half out of a relationship, and maybe you want to be single for a second. I should be. You should Frankly, be. Frankly, I should be single for a year. Is what yeah. I'm hoping for. You should be. If you were in long term relationships, totally. Like, yeah, I'm, totally. I'm, a, I'm a moron. You should you should go on dates because yeah. at some point you have to get off the get on the dating yeah. wagon. I think that's the phrase. Get the on the dating wagon. wagon. Yeah. yeah, the dating wagon. Get on the dating wagon. But um, but you should go on dates and you should meet guys. And if you meet a great guy, fantastic. But you should be spending time with your friends and having fun and going out and being a single girl. I mean, I was always going out, <laughs> but not being single. But I need to do like being single. But I'm afraid of it like a little bit. Like I'm afraid of like, especially in the comedy world. Like I've oh, always well, been the girl. With, well, yeah, I've always been the girl with the boyfriend. So com- comedians never hit on me. 
like I male comics like left me alone like i would get booked on shows just for being a comic not because they liked me you don't want them comedians com- i know but i don't want even them to like start hitting on me but then what you do is just say you don't want to date i mean yeah you can't date a male comedian because male comedians specifically i've noticed it more in men than women awesome. they have huge darkness inside them yeah you're which right which is why they can be a comedian so you do not want to date a person yeah they were with like yeah they were like picked on as kids or something i'm like i was a fat kid but like it doesn't really like like dictate who i am like relax buddy i almost made a joke about a male comedian who works his way around and then i stopped myself because i'm sure i would know who it was you de- you definitely know who he is i'm and sure ma- i will make we'll the talk joke about after the podcast sorry guys but no i've heard from multiple female comedians like stories oh i'm sure yeah all right i guess we should end here so i can hear about this yes. male comedian yes but this was so fun thank you so much for doing my podcast this was lovely i had so much fun thank with you, you for having me this is you you even, cur- you even curled up you curled up on the couch like a lady oh i hadn't even listened to a podcast <laughs> before i'm <gasps> I, until listen i listened one? well i listened to yours to prep a little bit which but one did you listen to? I listened. Well, I listened to you talking to Stassi because okay, I wanted to hear. But then I was like, I wanted to listen to you talking to like a non like celebrity person. Okay. So I listened to you. Well, I talked to I listened to you talking to. Oh, my God. Who was it? Barry Katz, maybe? Oh, no, I did listen to you because I know who Barry Katz is. So yeah. I listened to that because I was like, oh, I want to hear her talking to somebody yeah. who's not like in front of the camera. Yeah. I want to hear if it differs. So I did that. Whatever. I did research. But I I never listened to a podcast and I never bet on a podcast. And you've popped both cherries today. Oh, my God. I feel like so honored. Um, I feel honored I to feel be like honored. I'm a celebrity now that I did this for you. You are. <laughs> I, I love you. Me. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for having me.